Welcome to Unapologetic Swingers. I'm Lady. And I'm the Tramp. This is episode one. This is us. It is October 1st, 2023. And just want to forewarn everyone that we are not professionals. This is not our day job or our night job. This is something we're simply doing for our own benefit and hopefully your benefit too. Why unapologetic? It's our mantra of living without regrets. For me, I want to live every day to our fullest and even through any stumble that we have, not having regrets. So just a quick breakdown of kind of the format compared to a lot of other podcasts out there, and there are plenty of incredible ones. We're trying to keep this to 30 minutes overall. And most of the time, we're going to be telling a story, talking with each other, and sharing that story with you, our listeners. It's primarily going to be based around all of our sexy adventures and sometimes misadventures. But occasionally, we will speak on a specific topic that's not related to a sexy story. On top of that, we will have guests in here with us. It's not going to be a common thing, but... It, it'll be very interesting to see sometimes the, the other side of the story, per se, or some, from a different perspective. We sure do have quite a bit of misadventures to Absolutely. talk about. Absolutely. We've had our stumbles, <laughs> that's for sure. But the adventures are fun. Uh, yes, they are. And we're stronger because of them. So really, t- today, with the This Is Us title, it's just so you can get a feel for what we're about, and just our very, very beginnings. And it really started during the pandemic. It was 2020, three short years ago. And at that time, we were slated to to take this grand vacation to Europe. And everything was set up. And of course, COVID happened and everything shut down. Are you asking me to talk? Yes, I am, baby. <laughs> You have to edit this one out. <laughs> Maybe not. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, we were supposed to go to Europe. And we were both looking for a different place to venture out to. And it was pretty limited at that time. Not much was open. I'm sure everybody remembers that and doesn't want to remember that. So we looked at going to Mexico. It was one of the few places that was open and it was, we were headed into winter. So it was a little cold and and we wanted some sun. So we were both looking at Mexico and we kind of veered off on our own, looking at different places to go to. And uh, I seem to recall that that someone had her eye on a golf resort. Now, keep in mind, listeners, I play golf now, but it's very poorly at best. And I do like to golf. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) So as we were looking for possible destinations, a little bit of background, we like to be naked. It, It was at that point strictly within the home. But our morning routine was we would get up, make a pot of coffee, and Lady and I would sit on the couch naked, you know, just cuddled up in a blanket, yeah, just us, and we would talk or whatnot and drink our coffee naked. And that was kind of our thing for a good while. It was nice. (laughs) I've been trying to bring that back. (laughs) It's 
kind of hard right now, but <laughs> we have some hurdles, but yes. we'll, we'll get over those. <laughs> yes, abs- absolutely. And at, at this point, we were, we were just dating. Yeah. It was before we were married. I, I think we were dating seriously for about a year. That sounds right. Yeah. So we weren't together very long. No. But in my opinion, we had and continue to have just this amazing sex life. I can honestly say you were by far the best lover I'd ever had and continue to have. It's fun. (laughs) So this is the story of our first trip. I pitched, hey, why don't we check out this place called Desire? We like being naked. It's clothing optional. And you can wear a swimsuit or not. It's truly up to you. I did forewarn her that it is a very sexually oriented place. So to be aware of that. I don't think I was fully listening. (laughs) All I heard was naked people, sexual, and I think I was a bit taken back. But somehow I, what, what would you call it, convinced you to well, to give it a whirl? I, I think you put some carrots up in the air with taking me to Miamor first. And That's true. That was just a, a quaint little hotel with not very many rooms in Tulum. And we just connected and it was a little slower. There wasn't a lot of people there, of course, the... Mm-hmm. Capacity was probably 15%, but it was just so beautiful. It was nice to yeah, just connect ocean with front, you. Very, very picturesque, I guess you could say. Was that when we did the cooking class? Yes. That yep. was in amazing. Tulum. Yeah. Quick side note, we did drive in Mexico. I would call it combat driving <laughs> at, at best. Yeah. Uh, do it at your own. It's, it's fun, but do it at your own risk. Don't forget that there are... Topes. <laughs> For English speakers, those would be speed bumps, and they're rather large. I, I think we went over those pretty fast, and luckily there was no damage to the car. Well, I can guarantee you that suspension will never be the same. <laughs> that was fun, though. <laughs> so we had already spent a couple of days in Mexico, done these an amazing cooking class in Tulum, went to Cenotes which are freshwater lagoons, sometimes in caves, sometimes wide open, just beautiful. And then we motor back up the road toward Cancun and pull into Desire Pearl. We did. You go into this very, it's it's for a hotel lobby or resort lobby. I think it's very nice. And it seems very normal. They check you in and then you walk out further into the resort and then all of a sudden there are a bunch of naked people just minding their own business doing their thing just like every day except without clothes mind you i did not do any research on this hotel beforehand because i i trusted you (laughs) as i'm sure in in short order she was regretting that decision yeah just a little bit (laughs) At that moment, (laughs) but it was very nice and they were just so welcoming and 
you know, you walk in and, and they offer you a glass of wine or Prosecco or what do you need? And it was very inviting walking in. So we get in there and yes, keep in mind that during this time, it was very early in the pandemic when a lot of governments clamped down very hard. I think capacity was maybe 25% of even that. So they were very hungry for business at this time. And the room rates were incredibly, you know, cheap compared to what they are today. So day one, we, we get there later on in the afternoon and keep in mind, neither of us have ever been in a fully clothing optional situation. So we're sitting on the far end, the quiet end of the pool away from the bar and since it's so low capacity, we're kind of on an island out there by ourselves. And I'm thinking, okay, it's it's now or never. It's kind of like ripping off a Band-Aid. And I just stripped down. Lady, on the other hand, is like, I'm going to keep my swimsuit on. You will not see me without a swimsuit. Yes. I was in the mindset of no one should see me naked. That is sacred. And I am definitely not going to follow this. (laughs) I'm going to stay right here in this cabana. And I'm just going to stay to myself. And that was kind of the end of that. (laughs) Right. And that and that first night was quiet. We were just kind of taking in the surroundings. And and just getting a, a feel for the place. And we At that point, we were working on our communication. It was very early on, obviously. And I could sense her discomfort with everything. Yeah. And I was like, babe, let's stay the night, get some sleep, and then we'll check out in the morning and we'll go wherever you want to go. I was not going to force you into this. Yeah, it was not quite the night we were looking to have. No, there was tension. Yeah, there was. There was a lot of that. And I know you were ready to leave to make sure that I was comfortable and I appreciated that. But I also trusted you and I wanted to have a good time. And I kind of said to myself, all right, let's give this one more shot and Let's not leave because you were definitely ready to leave. Um, Absolutely. And I said, let's start again in the morning. Fresh start. Yep. So we get up, we have a fantastic breakfast and we kind of, I believe, retreat back to the far end of the pool, the cabana that she had spoke of. And again, there was nobody around us. I felt like a princess. I was getting served every drink and food that I wanted by the same waiter. And he, I think he knew my name by that point, And it was <laughs> only day two. <laughs> I don't know if staffing wise, if they were quite like fully staffed, but it certainly felt like it because you were truly waited on just hand and foot. And it was pretty amazing. So we did venture into the pool and socialize as with these places Everyone is very friendly. Uh, Like Lady said, we'd come from a very small boutique hotel called Mia Moir in Tulum. 
And there was kind of your traditional, whether it's a small hotel or a resort. In the vanilla world, people just don't talk to each other. They're glued to their phones. They could be in the most beautiful place with the most gorgeous views, and they will not talk to their neighbors. They're just glued to their phones or glued to their social media. Here, it's completely different, where... I think because of the lifestyle aspect, people are just friendly. They'll talk to you without a hitch, even just say, hi, how's it going? Right. Doesn't matter your background, where you come from, what you look like. Everybody's just very friendly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we decide to give this day a chance and readjust and reflect at the end of day, depending on what we want to do. And we found that the bartenders and the, the wait staff around the pool definitely keep the drinks flowing. Yes, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> so just like the previous day, I was naked as a jaybird working in my full body tan. Mental note, gentlemen, make sure you apply copious amounts of sunscreen to places that normally don't see the sun. <laughs> Especially if you're not naturally dark. <laughs> yes. And I recall at one point, it was early to mid-afternoon, and I was at the pool bar getting Lady and I another round of drinks. I recall turning around with a drink in each hand for us, and guess who is standing before me without her top on all of a sudden? Who? I wonder. (laughs) (laughs) So I seem to recall... You tuck the top of your swimsuit away at our destination cabana at the far end of the pool. Well, I think I, I I took it off. And as you turned around, I looked at you and I said, what do I do with this? <laughs> I believe you did, but I don't know. That could have been a little bit later on. Maybe. Oh, with the bottom? Huh? Because uh. the, the bottoms, I recall, disappeared. It did not take long. Very true. It was definitely that afternoon, I would say probably within an hour or two. So we're reaching mid-afternoon time frame. And I do distinctly recall, I believe it was your bottoms, that you were you were holding up and you were like, oh, where should I put these? <laughs> okay, yes, it was the bottoms. <laughs> it just all came off at that point. Yeah. And then I also recall, even though I'm sure I was very buzzed by that point, that you you didn't take the stairs out of the pool. You swam to the far side of the pool and popped out so your ass would be very visible to anybody who wanted to see. <laughs> okay. As you strolled back and deposited the, the, the remainder of your textiles. If that's what you recall, that's, yes. that's fine. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that view very much. <laughs> I just want to really quick say, I think I was so comfortable because the people were just so nice. I think we started playing pool games with everybody and they were just so inviting and I just felt so comfortable and compelled and said, what am I doing? Why am I being so closed off and... I think, and I know we'll have more discussions about this, but yeah, it was, it was nice to have that feeling to just kind of let loose and be myself. I love it when you 
let loose into yourself. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> you say that all the time. Just let I, loose. <laughs> I know. I know. But that really set the tone going forward. Even though we weren't quite prepared in terms of the theme nights and everything else, we came out on the backside stronger. Our communication leveled up, I would say. Definitely. And we even extended for a night. We did. Just, you were like, oh, we we don't have to, we can spend one more day down here and just extended our stay. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was at rack rate, which I think was around $500 for the one night. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Very true. Very true. So that's really where we started down the rabbit hole, for lack of better terms. We were not in the lifestyle. No. No, absolutely not. We would definitely be what most would consider dirty vanillas, as you'll see as we move forward here. If that, at that point. At that point, no. I mean, no. we were would just like to be naked. Right. And that was and that was about the extent of it. I think that's pretty much vanilla. <laughs> I may challenge you a little on okay. that, but I get your point. <laughs> so we came home and we immediately booked another trip. We did. And this time we want to try out Riviera Maya, or RM for short, another Desire property, probably two or three miles as the crow flies along the beach. And I think during the pandemic, we probably took in total three or four trips. I think so. I mean, we were up to like three, at least three times a year. I would say two to three. Yeah. No, it was... I could probably pull the credit card statements. <laughs> we were addicted. We truly were addicted. But along this journey, we met so many incredible people. And the cool thing about Desire is that if you go during the same time year after year, there's a good chance you will see these same people. And all of a sudden you'll say, I remember you from a year ago. Our good friends A and J. Yeah. Uh, that we met at, at RM the first time we went. I think it was probably, it had to be in January. Up it would have been 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And we've seen them time and time again. And they're honestly great friends of ours. Yes. Yeah. They're like, she's like my sister. I love just talking to her and hanging out and dancing. She just lets loose. Yeah, it's nice to meet people like that. Mm -hmm. And through our subsequent trips, we were taking on certain things that are requisite for the lifestyle without even realizing it. Predominantly our communication. Every morning we would go have breakfast and we would kind of talk about the day before and the, and the night before. We really got into the theme nights and dressing sexy and really pushing the envelope even though it was just with each other. Yeah, very true. Communication was probably our top priority Agreed. during this. And I'm glad that was a big topic of ours was to have communication. And I think you had said, you know, every morning we need to connect and we need to talk. And I, f I forget what podcast you got that off of or but yeah i think that definitely helped to 
make sure we were communicating. Right. Really taking on the mantra of something may rub you the wrong way. Like at first the thought is like, oh, why are you looking at him? Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at her? I, I remember during our first trip, that first night, we, we were in the nightclub, the disco, and you were watching. We were just sitting there having a drink. And music was pumping, of course, and the crowd was small. But you were like, well, wait a minute. Those two are married to those two, but those two are dancing together. What is going on here? I was so oblivious. <laughs> I had no clue. I mean, <laughs> who does that? Who goes to, you know, a, a place like Desire not knowing what they're getting into? Of course, I do. <laughs> but you emerged on the other side. I did. And, you know, I'm one of those people who's like, you know, to each their own. People do what they do. I, I have no judgment but my mind was just a little bit blown at the time. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? I, I don't I don't understand. And you kind of had to explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I did to the best of my ability. Our history is that neither of us had been in the lifestyle previously. Right. No clue. No. All, all I know is... At the beginning is that I was with my perfect partner and we enjoyed being naked together. And I think it was, was it because we couldn't go to Europe and do that, that you were finding somewhere to be able to do that? Or was it that we did that at home and you wanted to enjoy that together? I th- think the latter. I've been on earlier trips to Europe and, and went to a European spa and was ash- actually chastised by a very elderly German gentleman that spoke that very glutteral. German is a very glutteral language and can sound very harsh. And I asked him, could he repeat that in English? This is as I entered a spa. And he basically said, oh, no swimsuits. And that was that was the literal translation of what he said. I think that was the first time in, in a public situation that I'd ever been naked. Right. I was thinking, oh, it's, it, this is a spa. I mean, they have saunas. I'll go in and sit in a sauna for a little bit. Right. Not knowing you had to go in naked. No. But it didn't bother you. No, it actually didn't. Yeah. I, you're a guy. <laughs> I don't think it bothers many men. <laughs> True. Just saying. No, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Guys, does that bother you? No, I'm sure it doesn't. So getting back to our subsequent trips to Mexico, and keep in mind, this is still during the height of the pandemic. Thank God Mexico did not close the borders and everything. Honestly, it was quite cost effective to go down. But with every trip, we were expanding our own boundaries. We started talking about fantasies amongst us. You started that conversation of fantasies, and I'm sure that was pretty difficult to do. You know, it really is. And and it's not just like I want you to surprise me in lingerie or 
I don't want to say pedestrian because I love it when you do that. Mm -hmm. But this was taking it to a whole other level where I told Lady that one of my fantasies is to actually see you sexually with another man or woman. Yeah. That was difficult to tell you. I wasn't certain what kind of reaction I would get if I get completely shut down and be like, WTF, why? Ooh, no. Yeah. And I, I recall when I told you about that, that, that was not in Mexico. That was when we were here at home. And you were just quiet. You didn't say anything. No. Just a, a lot of reflection. So I figured at that point, okay, I, I said my piece and I'm just going to let it lie. And we'll, we'll cover what happens next in, in, a late, in another episode. But, but talking of fantasies, we, we were able to, I guess, revel in, in what you would truly consider dirty vanilla things like exhibitionism and voyeurism. We did. I recall one of your fantasies that you told me was a multi-handed massage. Yes. What girl doesn't like a massage? <laughs> but, well, okay, a, a massage, yes, but... Oh, the next level massage. The next level. So <laughs> I think on one of our visits, people will ask you if your lifestyle or not, and they respect it. If if you say, no, we're, we're just you know here for the scenery, they'll be like, cool, and they'll continue to talk to you like nothing is awry. But they will also help you. So I was able to round up what I would consider at this point some good friends. Yes. I wonder if this is for another episode. Oh. Uh, no? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Be, because my, my request of them was just help me massage you, but nothing sexual. So legs are okay. Back is okay. Shoulders are okay. Even the butt's okay, but don't push that envelope any further. Right. So. No actual butt stuff? No actual butt stuff, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and I do recall that I had you uh, blindfolded. You did. At the jacuzzi. Uh-huh. Face down. Ass up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and got Lady all oiled up, and I started, and then there was another set of hands, and another set of hands, and I think two or three more sets of hands, to be honest. Yeah, there was there was a lot. <laughs> I, and, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and we didn't go long, but... I recall that I'm like, take off the blindfold. And when you saw that everyone had their hands on you, you just started laughing and saying, thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I did. But then then they went back and got another round of drinks or whatnot and settled back in the jacuzzi. But I went ahead and I was rubbing your butt. We did put on a, a little show for the crowd. Was this our second I believe it was probably our third. Okay. Just like I said, we had pushed boundaries and slowly but surely it, it wasn't a race. Right. No. You know, but but we were, every step we were getting a little bit more comfortable with things. Like, I don't know what stands out to you, 
But for me, it wasn't uncommon for us back in the room to have sex with the door wide open. Right. So anybody who could have walked by. And watch. And watch. Yeah. And that just took it to a new level for us. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up here, guys. I briefly want to touch on a couple things that, that really set us apart podcast-wise as a couple. We've only been in the lifestyle for just over a year and a half, like actually in in. Right, because we were we started going to Desire in 2020, but we were not part of the lifestyle. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> a lot of the other podcast with incredible knowledge and history, especially the the history of the couples, they they could have decades of marriage between them, whereas we do not. Right. And I think most of the people that we met had been with each other for 10, 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The whole point of this is, I'm going to be brutally honest, it's for us. We love for you guys to come along for our journey, but, but we're going to chronicle our highest of highs and our lowest of lows. And sometimes those conversations, quite frankly, are going to be very raw. Very raw. Yeah. I like to call them radical truths. I, I forget who told us this or where I heard it, but... Sometimes the most difficult conversations are the most fruitful. I think that was... You think so? From New Mexico. I think you're right. He had a lot of knowledge. One of those couples that we met at Desire, of course, that, yeah, you're absolutely right. They're pretty pivotal in the next episode. Yeah. As far as being kind of guides. Yes, definitely. With a wealth of knowledge, a depth and vastness of knowledge. So, guys, we really hope that that you have enjoyed this and really invite you guys to come on this journey with us. I think our overall goal is to make an episode once or twice a month. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do is that and this is a little bit of a surprise for Lady. Oh, he always has a surprise. Is on our show notes here, I have the acronyms AMA, (laughs) which is Ask Me Anything. So we're going to give you an email address and we're going to encourage you guys to throw us a question and let us know if it's if it's for Lady or the Tramp or both of us. And then at at the end of each episode, we're going to hit the other with that question on the fly, as long as it's not just too dirty or nasty, then we'll answer it. Sounds fun. So our email is unapologeticswingers at gmail.com. Just a little teaser for the next episode. It is going to be titled Jumping the Shark. Jumping the Shark. Oh, better tune in for that one. Until next time, I'm Lady. And I'm the Tramp. Be sexy. Be confident. Be unapologetic.